none of this makes sense to me. Welcome to God It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts Dark Road comes out. My name's Joe, and I'm joined as always by Wheels. How are you, Wheels? How many times do you think they'll change the name of that mobile game? They've already done it once, and they have a track record for doing that. I don't think they've changed it. They, when they called it Project Xehanort, they said, this isn't the real title, we're playing a I guessing I know, game. but it's funny because they changed the name of Unchained like seven times. They changed it once. I don't count Kai to Unchained as a name change. Why? They changed the name. Because it's a different game. Like, it's the same. It's, like, different. Like. Sure. I don't know. If, if, what, I'm trying to think of a game that, like, was remastered or rebooted and called a different thing. I guess Out of This World and Another World is kind of that. Anyways. It just reminded me of, like, people who are like, Kingdom Hearts 3's been delayed 400 times. It's like, it's been delayed once. Huh. They gave one release window and changed it once. <laughs> That's fair. Anyways, all of this is semantics, which, frankly, is actually, I would say, something That's that... That's our specialty. <laughs> this, fran- this franchise is, is quite uh, obsessed with. A most ancient letter. Yeah. <laughs> We're here to talk about more of Kingdom Hearts Remind. Um, and not that weird Unchained update that we will get to um, when we There's finish. There's some Remind. stuff in there, huh? There sure is. Um, we still have. We still haven't told anyone our our great theory. That's definitely the the future. It's of even Kingdom more Hearts and more either. likely as as time clicks on. Yeah, yeah. I was um I was I was replaying Kingdom Hearts three. I don't know if I mentioned this last time that I was doing a critical run um with the dlc and i was like and i realized as looking for there's there's one spot in twilight town where there's like a hidden emblem on this projector and i was watching that projector of this weird black and white steamboat willy cartoon but sore is in it and one of the npcs says like oh this is a classic and i'm like does this mean anything does it should I be concerned with the fact that there is an old cartoon that the that the people in this world seem to know and love that Sora is in? Don't sweat it. Uh, when Did last he we insert left himself our... into the Mickey Mouse timeline when he went back in time in Kingdom Hearts 2? Is that something we're going to have to maybe reconcile? That's, maybe that's all it's supposed to be, is that like we're seeing the events of Kingdom Hearts 2? God, that's fucked up if true. Anyways, um, where did we leave off? I think I marked it so, notes. <laughs> Sora has, he went to the final world a second time and went back in time a second time. And he is now jumping from heart to heart during this fight with Terranort scene. Correct. When last we left him, he was in Ventus's heart and had a conversation with some text on screen that called itself darkness. Sora found himself uh, after he kind of encountered that darkness, it seems, uh, and encountered it in the form of uh, an upgraded version of the secret boss from Kingdom Hearts 3, or a different version of the secret boss from Kingdom Hearts 3 called Inferno. And. Inferno Kai. You got it. He changed the name of that one too. He defeated Inferno Kai, 
And I think that's where we left off. So uh, back in the original timeline of the Terranort fight, Ventus has just gotten destroyed by Terranort, slammed back into like a rock or something. Completely vibe checked. Aqua goes to check on him. And at this moment, Sora gets a glimpse at Aqua's heart. Ghost Sora. Right. We, get, yes. we gotta find some cute way to differentiate them like we do with Data Sora or Roxas. Yeah, there's, there's original timeline Sora who's there and about to die in like 10 minutes. And then there's uh-huh. uh, Force Ghost Sora who is floating around checking out people's hearts. And he's about mm-hmm. to check out Aqua's. And he does, floats down to her stained glass. There is a. It, it's. Uh, stained glass got aqua on it uh but around her heart in the stained glass there's a bit of darkness swirling around and sora sees that and says is this aqua's heart ven's heart was so peaceful but this this is fear fear leads to hate yeah hate he is a force ghost after all yeah yeah so then it goes back to watching more of the Terranort fight in the big heartless it's I don't know I mean you're you write big heartless storm it's like an evolution of the like the horde fights that we did before but you know, it starts to murk everybody and uh, we now see from Aqua's point of view that when she sees all the different shadows flying around in the air she sees each one of them as an anti-Aqua and I'm glad that they introduced this scene uh, because that moment was in the original in the standalone game fell really flat to me like why does she just stand there and get destroyed yeah she's like something demoralizes her uh and it's yeah sure now a year later we have context for it but at the time we're like how many more times are we gonna see aqua just lose when she's supposed to be so strong i mean that that part of it is still super frustrating to me but like at least they give her some sort of reason for this umpteen millionth uh failure on her part in this game the imagery of her seeing like associating every bit of like heartless with her own like shortcomings or failures in the past like that's still really effective even if it does chalk up to just let her be cool again please it it kind of it too it, it brings up this idea that so if you recall Aqua doesn't have experience with Heartless before going into the Realm of Darkness. Correct. So there's, she doesn't know what Heartless are now that I think about it. <laughs> right, right. So there's kind of like, there's there's a possibility that she sees this and she's like, this is my fault. Like, mm-hmm. these didn't exist before I went into the Realm of Darkness. Now I came out and they're everywhere. So like, probably a part of her is like, this, this is all because of me. It's not, but like, mm-hmm. damn, that's sad. But yeah, I know her, her story arc has been exclusively tragedy. Which is simultaneously effective because she's a good character, albeit sometimes poorly written because Nomura and women. But it is like still like it's effective and frustrating with with her. Absolutely. So that happens. Uh, oh, this is Sora's dialogue. It's you're 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 instead of writing Sora name, you wrote heart ghost thingy Sora seeing the the memories. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, do we get we get flashes from zero point two? That's correct. We see Sora sees like little screen caps of 0.2 Birth by Sleep. Which someone I saw on Twitter pointed out that it is a sequel to the movie titled Zero Point. 
So it is literally 0.2. And I got really frustrated. <laughs> Wait, there's a movie called Zero Point? That's the secret vid- like video at the end of oh Birth my- by Sleep Final Mix. Oh it's called Zero God. Points. And I've always like, oh yeah, that's called Zero Points. And then this game, it's called that because it's not quite one. But in Ugh. fact, it's zero points two. Oh my god! Anyway, so Sora sees that, sees those flashes when he connects with her heart, and says, "So this is the fear and despair that Aqua feels, and now I feel it too." You ever catch emo? <laughs> yeah, I fucking. <laughs> that's the whole reason I play these games, Wheels. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've come down with a fatal case of emo. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The anti-Aqua, Dark Aquas, whatever you want to call them, they all fly towards Aqua and uh, rip right through her. And then we, you know, we have a cut and then we see it from presumably the more objective perspective. And we see that they are just shadow heartless. But regardless, um, as before, Aqua dies. Yeah, yeah. We This is the part we know. It makes me wonder if, like, does everyone see heartless this differently like does everyone like is that just a hmm. thing that they do that we've always how do i know that my blue is the same as your blue <laughs> yeah like i'm trying to think i think Rox has fought some but it would make sense if he saw the same shit that sora did mm-hmm. so i don't know because birth by sleep kids only fight well aqua sees them as uh, we've seen aqua see them as just heartless in zero point oh true you're right all right i, I take back the potentially cool reading <laughs> Oh, yeah, so Sora has to, you have to fight Antioquia again. Which I think is pretty much just unchained, like, unchanged fight. Not unchained, hmm. that's different. I think it's just another Antioquia fight, and then you beat it, and then the the Terranort fight continues, but when it ends, and darkness prevails and light expires, it just starts over again, right? Like, we just, we skip all the final world stuff and just go back to round two, right? Yeah, so what happens is, uh, Sora yells and screams, uh, we actually don't see the Heartless, like, engulfing him like we did before, but presumably that happens, it's just the screen kind of fades to black Mm -hmm. after Riku is eaten up and Sora yells. Or maybe I got the order wrong, but regardless, everyone dies, we fade to- I'm pretty sure Sora screams when Riku gets gobbled. Got it. We fade to black, and over the black screen, muffled, we hear the dialogue from right before the timelines changed originally. Are we all following here? As well as possible. <laughs> so if you recall, the differences between the two timelines are in the, is in the first one, no one comes to help them and they all die. In the second one, right before Terranor is about to strike Ventus, Terra's lingering will comes and inter- interrupts that strike because Namine had reached out to Terra from the final world. Yes. So when we fade to black here in this third rendition of that scene, we hear that dialogue again. So a, for a fourth time, we hear Ventus say, Terra, we found you. Aqua says, Terra, please say you're in there. Ventus says, what gives Aqua? And Aqua says, I know that you're not him. Now let our friend go. Uh, and after hearing that dialogue and not seeing anything, Sora wakes up in his own stained glass heart zone. Station of awakening. Yes. And he says, did I, did I pass through the tear? And if you recall from last week's episode, Shirithi described there being a tear in reality at the, the point at which the different timelines diverge. And as we just mentioned, we are at that point of divergence. He's in his own heart. 
at the point at the point of the tear, Namine floats in and says, Sora? And Sora says, Namine? What are you doing here? Have you lost yourself like I did? Well, it's a long story. But tell me, why haven't you returned to Kairi's heart yet? We see more of the Terranort scene sort of playing out. Uh, Namine's about to narrate over it. This is the, we'll call it, Terranort fight prime, the one where Lingering Will interrupts. That's yeah. the version of events we're seeing uh, play out in the background. Nomine Ling- narrates, Lingering Will timeline. Yeah, Namine narrates over it. Because I'm still not able to. But I'm calling out to Terra's heart. And I brought him here. And Sora says, Terra? No, Terra's heart is too steeped in darkness. Instead, I've brought out Terra's most personal and powerful thoughts. This is Terra's sadness, anger, lament. Terra's thoughts? The scene continues, and uh, the scene kind of in the background continues, and we see the lingering will interrupt the fight, as we've seen before. Uh, Instead of following the Guardians of Light, though, uh, we actually see the full fight between Terranort and Lingering Will before we just see them kind of fight and they both fuck off. This yeah, time we never check on them again. <laughs> this time we check on them and uh, they're like bouncing around full on Dragon Ball Z style as just mm-hmm. like balls of energy in the sky for a bit. And then they end up back on solid ground and Terranort says, Wretched spirit! And the lingering will says, as long as Master Xehanort resides within you, you're a threat to Aqua and Vin. How noble. You would give your life for theirs. You must be removed from existence at all costs. Which is an incredibly dire threat. (laughs) (laughs) That was me when I I, uh, installed an app to delete all tweets that are older than one year. Uh Uh-huh. You must must be removed removed. from existence at all costs. No one must know that I was once a child on the internet. We have to push Xehanort out of this world. (laughs) Says Mickey Mouse. Uh, They fight some more. We cut back into Sora's heart, uh, where Sora is still talking to Namine. He says, Namine, can you call out to Terra? Namine says, no, his rage is too strong. He won't respond to me. No matter who gets hurt. It's bad for Terra. Either way, you have to leave. Go to the world of ocean and sky. And you? I got this. <laughs> he doesn't have it. <laughs> Sora this does is, not got this. This There's some weird shit in this scene that I probably this am overthinking. But maybe the weirdest shit that happens. Yeah. The fight continues. Uh, the Heartless Guardian grabs Lingering Will. I note that the Heartless Guardian is grabbing Lingering Will by the... F- face a helmet just like master xehanort did to ventus in his keyblade armor i think uh, bane I'm... does that to somebody in dark knight rises too <laughs> i'll take your word for it uh got a big hand tom hardy in that movie <laughs> and heartless guardian is starting to crush the helmet of lingering will and terranort says big on uh so then He's gonna do it, but then Sora fucking shows up somehow. Yeah, there's a bright flash of light, and Sora jumps out of the area, just kind of the vicinity. He just manifests himself into a physical form. There's a line later where Sora is referring back to these events, 
and describes that as, oh, yeah, that's when I jumped out of Terra's thoughts. Yes. I still don't know how that works with the mechanics of this when you're supposed to not be able to time travel unless a previous version of yourself was in that position. But there's I guess there is a thing in Unchained that says as long as someone who remembers you there, you can time travel uh, in the new update. And Terra did briefly meet Sora. So maybe that's their explanation. Yeah, that's the thing. He would technically know Sora. So he would exist within Terra's thoughts. To, but the thing is then it's like didn't that also say something about a vessel and it's like Sora's yeah, you sh- force ghost be, yeah. just connected with Terra long enough that he willed himself into a physical form through time in this moment which like Sora has been breaking uh, I don't know law after law of nature I would have loved this so much more and it would have made so much more sense if like Sora embodies the lingering will and you play I as it during this fight so that would have that, bad to play that as the lingering like, will that would have one solved so many uh in-universe ontological problems posed uh-huh. by this scene and two been like cool as hell and three uh would have been like really i feel like thematically poignant because this is like his friends are his power yeah and and and, and it's it would represent Terra letting in uh, like though the way i read lingering will is it's like all of tara's like lack of vulnerability and how that kind of is a strength for him sometimes because he can kind of just power through things yeah it's but a mask ultimately it's, it's, it's a weakness it's, um, yeah it's a confidence that he it, it is the last thing he has left when his body is stolen from him <laughs> so like if sora was able to embody it it would it would like represent like tara even his he, even his remaining thoughts being open to help, but no, we don't get that. Instead, Sora just jumps out of the space time continuum and and fights. And Terranor. confuses everyone, and then yeah, fights Terranor. That's the thing. It's like these these first three fights are not particularly new. Like it's it's new mm-hmm. context and and reasoning for him to fight Inferno or Antioch or Terranor. But then it's just like oh well, I've done this before. Like when. When Chirithi started explaining what Sora was going to do, like, you're going to go into your friends' hearts, I thought, oh, that's how they're going to contextualize playing as other people. I thought... Which they eventually kind of do, but they add another... They add another step. Yeah, it's just like, I figured, oh, Sora's going to connect with Vincent's heart, and we're going to fight Dark Inferno with him, or then we're going to fight Antioquo as Aqua, and fight Terra Nord as Lingering Will, but no, we get... We get, um... We get this, and then Whatever later the we get to play is. as other people. Weird decision. Let me direct a Kingdom Hearts game. Let Wheels and I both direct a Kingdom Hearts game about Kyrie. Even if it's like a fucking side thing. Like, yeah. Give us like the equivalent of Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I, I would not love. Even... I would want to recode it personally. <laughs> well, give us like give us the equivalent of Kingdom Hearts for the end gauge. You know, something that like low stakes, but if we knock it out of the park, it's like, oh wow, they really did it, you know? Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. the most important entry to the franchise, of course, being Kingdom Hearts for the end gauge. Yeah, which I believe was yet another retelling of Kingdom Hearts 1. You got it. <laughs> um anyways, y'all have our number. We know Nomura listens to the show. It's it's clear by the by how important he's making Luke sir despite us. Uh-huh. That's actually the real reason we're not saying our theory yet is cuz if he hears it he'll change it. It's like uh-huh. it's like when D&D were going on the Game of Thrones Reddit to ruin everyone's lives uh with the finale. 
I was going to say it's like when you observe a particle, it collapses into, or, or if you try to observe light acting as a wave, it collapses into acting as a particle. And the final season of Game of Thrones is an exact experiment in that theory. Clearly. <laughs> Sora fights Terranort. Does Linger- Lingering Will is not even, like, helping you. He's just, they, they just did not no, make cause a... the No, the, uh, yeah, the armor gets shattered in the, in the uh cutscene after the fight and it mm-hmm. doesn't I don't think it helps you in the fight. Terranord is about to uh so the Heartless Guardian grabs Sora after the after the fight in the cutscene and Terranord and the Guardian are separated by in space, which you don't usually see them being that separate, but whatever. They're separated and Terranord is like charging towards Sora who's being pinned down by the Heartless Guardian. That's when Lingering Will jumps back into the fight and blocks the blow. Uh, with his face, and uh, it shatters the lingering will. F in the chat. Yeah. To me, I read this as his thoughts and will being freed from this suit of armor is part of why he can come back later. I like that. I don't. I don't know if it is, but considering it happens, and then uh, mm-hmm. we're about to see spoilers for later. Terra helping Sora when what he's doing. So Terranort says, seeing that you have also taken, he's talking to Sora here, seeing that you have also taken the forbidden path, you too must be ready to make the ultimate sacrifice. The dark road even, which might be Uh, a thing later on. Uh, Yeah, so that's the fight. And then after the fighting, the Heartless Guardian grabs Sora by the face, I think, or just no, is it maybe not? He grabs him. I don't recall. It's I've already forgotten Remind. I played it the day it came out, <laughs> and that was like two weeks ago. But it grabs him, and Terranort says, Darkness awaits you. And then we go back he to blasts. Playing. Yeah, he kind of blasts you with darkness, and it that darkness envelops the screen mm-hmm. and imprisoning me all that I see. Uh huh. And then what we cut back to is later in the lingering you, will timeline well then you just play the rest of the game like then you just do yeah. the fights again but you can play as riku in the in that fight against evil repliku and, and zigbar ansem's there for a second uh you don't get to play as mickey in the organization fight you do later though yeah in a good moment but then after finishing the riku fight uh, Sora leaves to go either help Mickey or help whoever, depending on the order. Riku uh, is looking at the leftover replica, which is in a black cloak, probably because they don't want it to show a lifeless mannequin. For <laughs> well, they, they do show that a few times. They show just kind of like a blank face. They show the blank face, but I don't know if they've sh- have they shown like the rest of the body or is it? No, always- I don't believe so. But anyway, so Riku is looking at that and says, I'll be back after this, after all of this is over. Who shows up but Demix? Demix portals in, and he says, Hey, I thought you'd be gone by now. You're the organization. Whoa, chill out. I'm not here to fight, I promise. Listen, name's Demix. It's a long story, but I'm sort of on your side. Oh, right, here. And he takes out a gummy phone and says, (laughs) See, all the cool kids have them, right? 
See, Zach's... Uh, Enzo got me this. Proof enough for you? Why are you here? I'm on a top-secret mission. Apparently, they're looking for, to find themselves another replica. I heard a rumor that I could maybe find one here from Zex, uh, Yenzo. So, I've just been killing time. He picks up that replica, puts it over his shoulder, and Riku says, You sure you know what you're doing? Don't worry about it. Not to brag, but I've done this before. That's not just an empty vessel. It's filled with important memories. Promise me, you'll be careful with it. Deliver it safely, okay? <laughs> Demics time! <laughs> I'm glad they made him say it again for no reason. And like, it, like Riku's like, hey, be fucking careful with the... He's like, uh, don't get any scratches on it, it's a rental. And Demix just says his catchphrase and speeds out of the parking lot. Which surely was added because the folks loved it. And if I remember correctly, before Kingdom Hearts 3, Dimmix time is like a ancient Tumblr meme. Is it really? That's my under... I could be wrong. That's my understanding of it. It also could be a coincidence <laughs> that he says huh. Dimmix time and there was a meme. Um, but anyways, he says it again. The crowd cheers. The crowd goes wild. Uh, that is all the Dimmix content we get. Yet again, a case of Kingdom Hearts showing five seconds of every new detail in their trailers. But Riku sighs. Dimmix leaves with the corpse. Uh, I think that when he says the memories, I'm ass I'm assuming he means memories of Repliku? So, yeah. Because that would be someone who remembers Naminé, which I think is what's important about it. I could be wrong. We talked last week about how the po there's a possibility that the reason they were able to bring Shion back is because even the data of the replica that was filled with Shion is still connected to... Sora, and that's how they're able to bring her back. I thought so it was I would just the Vexen report notes that they had, because when she crystallizes in days, I don't know if there's anything left of her. You're right, but but it is the data about the replica, is sure, what I'm saying. Yeah. So even the data about the replica has ties to Sora, so they were able to bring Shion back. I would guess that there's kind of this sense in which like, sure, you can pop another heart into a replica, but like that doesn't mean it's like, actually, uh, I think we've talked about this before in reference to Kingdom Hearts. It's like, uh, when you wipe a hard drive, it's not that you're actually, that the computer is actually going in and erasing all of the data. It's just that your computer is marking it as having been erased and it's okay to write over. I would guess that replicas and data in Kingdom Hearts generally probably works the same in that, like, there are still memories in that. Mm-hmm in that vessel, even though a heart is gone. Kind of the imprint of it is still there. A heart can be anything, even data. Uh-huh. Even though Kingdom Hearts 2, a big part of it is that you can't put hearts into data. Shh. It's fine. It's fine. It's just, Ansem's wrong. That's all of it marks up to Ansem the Wise being uh, Ansem the Fool. Secretly. Uh, -huh. uh Anyways, that's, that's that. Um, then... Yeah, so the Mickey Mouse fight happens with, with all the organization again. It's great. Uh, and then we go to the the Aqua fight with, like, Aqua and Ventus fighting Terra Norton Vanitas in the Labyrinth. But uh, now we get to see the conversation that happens before Sora gets here. That's right. And uh, Ventus is looking at Terra Norton and says, Terra! And Aqua says, look closely. That's not Terra. 
maybe not, but I'm still going to keep calling his name. We have to light his way home. Then. Vanitas says, <laughs> hey guys, feeling a little left out here. Vanitas, you're coming home too. Huh? But my home is in you. You know what'll happen, right? I'll just disappear inside of you forever. Don't you have any love at all for your own brother? Now, is that what happens to Benitas? Uh... I could have swore they were two parts of a sword. Yeah, but... Maybe it's just very specific circumstances in which they become sword. So they are not... Nothing about them inherently connects them to the Keyblade. It's just that the prophecy stated that one of the two ways the Keyblade could be reforged was if a heart of pure darkness Mm -hmm. met an evil match of a heart of pure light. Because Mm -hmm. they happen to fit that prophecy doesn't mean that they are inherently two halves of the sword. It's just that when they met and clashed for the first time, it fulfilled the prophecy creating the keyblade okay so it's just they can't do it again now is that what i'm to believe i would guess that's correct yeah sure okay i wish they said that in the text (laughs) sure um but yeah i don't know there's there's a lot much much ado about ventus right now so i'll save it for a later time but anyway so ventus says we're not brothers we're the same uh so i'm gonna i gotta go because i I, in my notes, did something with this laugh that Vanitas apparently does here, so let yeah. me just go back. You were, I'm you were at- feeling the same energy that I think Vanitas is feeling in it, based on I put, what like, wrote. 70 ha's, and I gotta go back and, like, figure out what energy I need to bring in this line. Big Vanitas energy. Cowboy Vanitas energy. Shout out to Cowboy Vanitas. <clears throat> Truly an icon for for our generation. I hear that uh, Cowboy Vanitas is um, a last minute addition to Best Supporting Actor. Um, so he does laugh for like a good five seconds. He's like, so yeah, Ventus says the line, we're not brothers, we're the same. And Vanitas says, huh? sounds exactly like that and he says you believe that then you really are naive and ventus says huh this may shock you but we're not the same like you think i was just hidden deep inside of you for a really long time (laughs) (laughs) all xehanort did was tear me right out of you now is is vanitas a metaphor for gender that's the real that's the big brain question that we all are asking I'm just saying there's parts of me that were deep hidden down for a really long time. They weren't pulled out by an old evil man, but nevertheless, anyways, Vanita says, then go back to where you came from or so help me. Make me. (laughs) (laughs) That's his actual line. He does say make me. I love that he's a petulant child. It's such strong. No, you energy. Uh (laughs) Anyways, Terry Nord's still here. Yeah, and he says, If it's darkness you're looking for, Ventus, then I have more than enough to go around. Weirdly playful energy in this scene, which mm-hmm. was not there <laughs> before. Uh, Aqua says, Stop! Quit using our friend for your games. 
A Keyblade Master wielding your key in anger? Shameful. We have unfinished business. I fell into darkness and for ten years I wandered through the Dark Realm. Now I'm finally here. And I want only one thing with all my heart. And it's disgusting. And it's disgusting. <laughs> Xehanort, I'm casting you out of Terra forever. Uh, then we see the whole scene from Sora's perspective. Sora shows up here. Uh, we see the fight. Yeah, you can play as Aqua. Um, that's cool. I still like the uh, the the Aqua Ventus move where you put him on the ice surfboard. <laughs> that's pretty good. There's some uh, some new limit attacks added out in these fights. So like, there's that. There's um, there's a new one with Mickey, which is a little broken. I don't think there was a Riku one, or maybe I just missed it. Anyways, um, so that all continues. Completely as normal. Where is it that it cuts out? It says, Terra's heart wakes up from within. Heartless Guardian re-enters his own body. We all remember that, of course. Uh, it was confusing. and But emotionally effective, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. But then we cut to... The Kingdom Hearts story. Uh-huh. And when it's not emotionally effective, we complain about it. Uh-huh. Anyway, so after Terra gets his body back and his groove back, then we cut to Sora... In the realm of darkness or just darkness? Uh, no. So, yeah, he is he's like in. We've seen stuff like this before. He he is floating upside down in some sort of darkness water. Oh, yeah. There is a light above him. Tough to say what exactly it is. I would say it's probably we, we've kind of seen this before. The The one that I comes to it's... my mind closest is when Aqua is like diving down to like send Tara's heart back to the realm of light before she falls into darkness. It mm-hmm. seems kind of like you fall through this dark water before you end up in the realm of darkness. Yeah, I think in this case it's implied to be Tara. Cool. Cause, oh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is because of what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that light, I think that darkness is, cons- I think him floating in the dark water, the bad dark deep water, is <laughs> probably Not just. Shark gonna get you. Uh huh. And I think maybe that's what the darkness is. That's fucked up. Uh, Yeah, I think that is just where Force Ghost Sora is in between fighting for Lingering Will and now. Um, And now that Terra is free, for real, for real, he, Sora is like no longer inside of a darkness heart. He is like inside of Terra's heart, which is now good and lightful again. That's uh, that's my interpretation of it. That sounds right to me. I would agree with all of that. Sora says, what happened to me? I leapt out of Terra's thoughts, and we fought Xehanort together. Uh, you kind of see a flashback of that happening. It just happened. <laughs> uh, a light shines behind Sora, and Sora says, That's it! This is Terra's heart! He must have protected me! And that says, when you say Terra's heart, it's, is it the, it's the stained glass awakening thing, right? I don't recall. I don't... I know he I think sees it's just one. The, it's just the little, like, the bolt, the balls of light that he sees in this dlc when he's force ghosting i think yeah i remember i remember seeing a stained glass for terra so maybe could be right. i might be wrong here uh-huh. but i think yeah so terra protected sora and now we just go back to the rest of the the cutscene from the original game and then yeah you continue to play the back third of kingdom hearts 3 up through the up through the 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 next fight which would be Kyrie and Axel fighting 
Syax and Shion, and I think Zemnis is there at some point. I don't remember the exact timing of Zemnis. Uh, but anyways, that plays as normal up through um, the point where Shion is going to attack Axel, but is stopped by Sora. And Sora says, it's all right. You can stop now. It's all right. And then we hear Roxas' voice say, Shion. And then... Force Ghost Sora is th- there. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. He is He is floating... Sora is floating... Ab- Force Ghost Sora is floating above his own heart. Presumably he is in his past self's heart, lo- or at least looking at it, and the stained glass of his past self's heart kind of fades back to reveal stained glass of Roxas. Mm-hmm. Notably, there is all these stained glass have like little circles where portraits of people who are important to them appear. Yeah. yeah Roxas yeah. has a blank one here because Shion is gone at this point. I think it's a really nice touch. Yeah. So, yeah. So Sora is looking at his own past heart. The stained glass fades back and we see Roxas's heart. This is presumably where, as you mentioned, you could hear Roxas's voice speaking as Sora does. So that's kind of like Roxas's heart foregrounding here. Roxas's memories uh, fly up and out. I think Sora calls attention to the fact that they're Roxas's memories, although I didn't write that line here. I think so. It's like it's visualized with like a bunch of papers flying, I think. Right. And then back in the physical realm, uh, this is when in... We, as we saw before, Shion is grabbing her head. She's screaming. Zemnis kicks her back. Axel remembers. We've we've seen all of this. Uh, everyone starts to remember. Uh, Roxas's heart begins to glow. Uh, and Force Ghost Sora says, "Why?" And Roxas's voice is there, and he says, "Sora, Roxas, I need your help." Uh, they have a conversation. We won't hear the details of it until, like, five minutes from now. But anyway, they have a conversation that we don't hear, and then Sora says, Got it. I have an idea. Wait for my signal. And Roxas says, Okay. Back to the scene as it originally happened. Um. Then it ends, and then we see the full context of it. Wow, I guess it is just the fight that happens in the middle there. Yeah, so. they, they just want to reveal the plan as it's happening. So the full context of the conversation was, Roxas said, I need your help. There's something me and my friends have to reclaim. Something that connected our hearts. That's what's binding me to this world. The last key. I need your help to get it back. It's a very weird plot point that... I go back and forth on how I like it. Um, anyway, Sora says, got it. I have an idea. Wait for my signal again. And snap back to reality. To reality. Up oh, there goes gravity. Whoa. Sora says, Roxas, now! So yeah, there's a bunch of fight stuff. It's cool. They do some fighting. Uh, you note that Kyrie does one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and fights Zemnis for a second, which is a nice addition. Yeah, so then Kyrie gets, like, tied up. Is that what happens? Is that my reading this right? Zemnis uh, uses his nothingness tendrils to oh, grab right. both Sora and Kyrie. He, the, the sentient tribal tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Zemnis says, 
No, watch. Oh, God, I cannot fucking do Zemnis. Get like, it's, you want, get like, breathe yeah. in. I'll let you do it. it, I need, it's, I need, it's, it's so I breathy. It's yeah. more breath than than vocal. Fold. I end up it's doing like, just like a a wrong Terra. <laughs> now watch as your friends slowly vanish into nothing. Uh, but then Sora's heart glows, and that's important. These useless pawns must be cleared from the board. But then Roxas's heart glows, and Ghost Force Ghost Heart Sora fights by helping you play as Roxas, but it's implied that Ghost Sora is helping. Um and then you play as uh the the ice cream trio um to fight against everybody. Uh well Zimnus specifically. And it's great. Is Syax even in this fight or is it just Zimnus? I think I don't know because I did I didn't buy the DLC. <laughs> I just watched the cutscenes. I oh okay. I think Syax is, is also fighting, but it's the fight is against Zimnus. Um and after you win, uh, oh, you, you had a great uh, team attack, too, where all, like, Axel traps everybody in, like, a, in a big ring of fire, Johnny Cash voice. Um, and then Shion and Roxas just, like, beat the shit out of them. <laughs> it's, That's nice. It's great. Anyway, so after it's over, Axel says, Roxas, Shion! Roxas! 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 Uh... Yeah, uh, they're, all their hearts glow, and Axel says, Get what's ours! Uh, and when they, they all, they do a big hit on him, and they win, and the, the recusant sigil that he put in their names to track them comes... Which is to say the letter Kai. Yes, yeah, we actually X. get a flashback to the scene in Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix where he names Roxas and puts the X... Kai in his mm-hmm. name, which is weirdly literal. Uh, yep. But um, we see those those Kai symbols go back to the sea salt trio, and Shion says, "Is this is this the sigil?" Yeah, says Axel. That's the mark Zemnis gave us. It's what connected us from the start. It's the foundation of the bond we share. Mm, I guess it is. I, I don't like this scene as as it is a symbol of the shared trauma that they experienced and that brought them together. Yeah. It's, it's a very weird way to represent it, but I think it's, the underlying, it's kind of like they are re I see it as them like reclaiming this, this yes. thing that once connected them because of tragedy. And now they have claimed it as a symbol of what brings them closer together. Yeah. I like that. I like it. It's, I think considering that the sigil was, kind of unpresent until now it's like a weird way to do it but i like that they do it it's just like oh you could have mentioned it like once or twice or like maybe mm. axel could have had one line of saying that's why he went back to using the name axel that he was claiming it for himself mm. um when in the base game of kingdom hearts 3 it seems to just be to remember who she is um but it, no it's good it plays it it i i like it more i think the more i think about it it's just like yeah the sigil huh Okay. Yeah, it seems to come out of left field for a bit. Yeah, but I, I I like the the underpinnings of it a lot. Like the emotional beats are strong. It's just like okay, the sigil. Okay, all right, the sigil. Then we see some nice flashbacks of three five eight things of the three of them being friends. Hmm. Um. I think also not being friends. I think we see sure the Axel Chion fight in front of the mansion. Um. But Roxas says the mark will disappear along with Zimnus, and that's fine. I just. 
wanted to reclaim it for myself. That's how our bond came to be. Shion says, This, this is the connection we need. That's why I needed Sora's help, so that we could end this battle once and for all. Sora's Force Ghost heart is back in his past self body and gets up, I so guess. is Kyrie. And Zemnis says, I don't need hearts. I will scatter them all to the winds. What difference does one little light make? You have others, just as we have more darknesses to replenish our ranks. Uh, he teleports away with Kyrie, just as he did in the original timeline. Yeah, or the, yeah, yeah. And then you do the 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 actual original fight where Roxas and Shion are, are with Sora, and you fight Syax because Axel's just like, well, I only had it for the one where Sora was asleep. Mm. I'm done now. <laughs> um, so that's fun. And then the uh, we, we we play the rest of that sequence. I think we see the crying, touching reunion again. Um, but at some point, we go back to Force Ghost Sora inside of uh, past Sora heart. And he says, Vin, Aqua, Terra, Roxas, and me. That's a total of five guardians. I just need to follow the hearts of two more, and then I'll reach Kyrie. The question is when? We fast forward to when Sora arrives near the end of the game to meet up with Riku and Mickey for those last set of fights. Pretty much everything happens as it did before. He beats the, the three Xehanorts, you see them all die again, and we basically cut up to when Sora is about to go into Xehanort as a portal. The Xehanort portal, yep. Yeah. Um, do you want to just pick up here next time, or...? Yeah, that's a fine enough place to stop, I think. Cool, yeah. So next time, Sora will go into Scala at Kalem, but different this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. But until then, Wheels, where could people find you on the internet? Twitter.com slash Singular Wheels, and a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where some friends and I play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible, including characters, villains, names, places and other weirder stuff that all comes together to be a very random encounter. You can find me on social media at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O, and on a couple other podcasts, um, such as We Are Watching One Piece, an anime rewatch podcast for the Rubber Boy anime called One Piece. Uh, we just finished up Thriller Bark, which means next we'll be getting into Sabody. We do one episode a month, so that February's episode will be the beginning of Sabody. Um, I'm going to have to commit to a way to pronounce that word uh, at some point this month. But it's great. We're getting into some serious shit. And if you know One Piece, uh, you know that that's true. Um, but that's on the same network as this podcast, The Orange Groves. You can find that and a bunch of other shows at theorangegroves.com, including a, a podcast, a, a revival of a previous podcast about uh, tabletop games, but with a new host and a new name. I'm very excited to for it finally to rise from the Lazarus pit. Yay. So yeah, you can go check that out. Um that by the time that this is in the public feed it'll it'll be out. Um so I'll just say it's called Game Mechanics, hosted by Logan Jenkins. Wonderful host, wonderful podcaster on the previously mentioned very random encounters. But yeah, so it's gonna be every other Monday at theorangegroves.com and wherever else you listen to podcasts. What else do I plug for this show? You can find our Twitter feed on Twitter at MemorizeCast. 
uh, in our pinned tweet and in the show notes, you'll find a link to our Discord server um, where you can come chat about fucking whatever Dark Road's supposed to be and the Unchained updates. Uh, you can also find in both of those places the link to our Patreon, patreon.com slash memorizedcast, where you can get episodes early. Um, we're also changing up how we do bonus episodes, so we're going to be swapping off. I'm going to explain JoJo, and Wheels is going to explain um, the Elder Scrolls. Uh, so we're going to swap off one of those each month, and um, that'll be fun. And uh, there's another stupid tier where I mail you pictures of Kingdom Hearts characters, but as sh- shit posts. And I think that's... Oh, our theme music is a remix of really beloved by Light Day, courtesy of Game Chops! Woo! Now I think that's it. That was more of Remind. Got it. Memorized? We were together. Thank you.